0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe.
1: What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Believe. B O E A V and Lions right here on the Believe Podcasting Network. We already know that's Detroit's number one sports podcasting network. This is the place where we believe in the Detroit Lions. And by the end of this episode, so will you. I mean, rays were getting firing up for the show. Benny Blades got to remind me how cold it is up here in Michigan. I mean, it just started to warm up. We had all this, you know, single digits, negative temperatures. Now it's starting to warm up. Hopefully the snow goes away up here. He's down in Suddy. South Florida. Benny,
0: how you doing this week? I love it why you when you try to throw me up under the bus, Derek. Look, for all my Michiganders, for nine and a half years that I stayed there every single winter, when you're talking about talking to a Floridian, you never tell a Floridian, oh, it's not a bad winter. It's, oh, it's not a bad winter. Bro, from me. A bad winter is when it gets to be 50 or 48 degrees. That's a bad winter. Oh, so, Derek, I, I, I'm right there with you. It's down. Derek, I love the city of Detroit. I love everything about it. But I tell people if the weather there was 40% of what it is here in South Florida, I would have stayed there and been loving. I'd have probably been your next-door neighbor, Derek. You know. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, I, I wouldn't be in a big mansion like you, Mr. Blades. But, I mean, like like, like I said, you, you always butter up the Detroit fans. You do love the city of Detroit and the fans. But you always seem to rub it in on me on this whole weather deal. So, I mean, I, we're off to a good start here on the show. The people got to stay tuned because Benny – 54 stepped to the microphone, had an interview the other day. I took some notes. We want to run through what he said, get your thoughts on it. And then the back half of the show, I think I might get you a little riled up because I think today is going to be old school versus new school. Old school football, old school thinking, maybe by a player. And maybe that new school, different type of thinking, maybe outside the box type thinking by the GM of the show. So I think that'll be fun for everybody to listen to.
0: Yeah, of course. You always got to throw in you millennials. (laughs) <laughs> that, uh, <yeah. laughs> they don't want to be touched, but you know it's okay. We'll talk about the game of football, so my old school will always win.
1: <laughs> we'll see about that. We'll see about that, and 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 don't beat me up too much, because I before we get to our great sponsor, uh, BetOnline.ag, Mister Blades. I went old school and did a little throwback. I found on eBay a nineteen 1990- ninety. Detroit Lions helmet and and I was like man that thing looks sharp just the old classic but the reason I had to buy it black visor the guy had on it on the front I mean it looks like something Benny Blades or, or maybe one of the corners even Barry used to rock that visor back in the day man that thing is sharp just came in today I was like man this is straight up Benny Blade style right here
0: Derek, I don't know about that visor thing. You know what I mean? I used to like to be able to see my opponent. I like for them to see the white in my eyes, knowing that I'm bearing down on you. I'm ready to crush
1: your skull. I know, you didn't, I know you didn't rock it, but I'm saying it looks dang sweet. And like you in the 36 Honolulu blue silver with the visor and the helmet and just taking people's head off. I mean, that that, that that's a good look right there. I mean, it's, it's a sharp helmet, no doubt. So I, I'm going old school today with, with that item. But Benny, we got so much football and so much stuff to talk about. Let's, let's get into that. But before we do, let's talk about. BetOnline.ag. I mean, football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, the NHL—I mean, they're all in full swing. And the only place you should be betting on these sports is at BetOnline.ag. That's—that's
0: that's, you're definitely right. But I tell you what, that's one thing won't be bet online. As a matter of fact, it might be on there. Let's see if Tiger Woods' recovery. It's going to be on betonline.ag because, you know, it's everything is on there. Everything is on betonline.ag. So let's see how many months they're going to put on there for it's going to take him to recover. (laughs)
1: <laughs> A cra- crazy story I actually just watched Chase in history about Tiger Woods all those uh, tournaments he was winning in his heyday incredible we'll see if he can bounce back and get one I uh, hope all is well with him but Benny get this I mean bet online even covers awards TV shows and reality TV I mean are people betting on reality TV and and award shows I mean that's incredible I can't believe it
0: you, you'd be amazed what you can bet online okay so just go on and there's any and everything that your mind and your heart can conceive, it's on BetOnline. There's no doubt. And everybody, you just head to
1: the website. I mean, either that or use your mobile device. Sign up today and receive your 50%. 50%, Benny. They're giving you a welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. That's BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Benny. Let's get into the show here. Your, your guy, 54, you, you lined up next to him. You guys competed every day. Uh, Mr. Spielman is now in the front office. He's not the GM. We talked about that on a previous show. He's not the president, unfortunately. That's Rod Wood, the bean counter. But he's doing big things. I mean, he's there helping out. He's in on all these meetings. He had a really uh, you know, good interview with a local you know, sports radio up here in Detroit and had a lot of interesting things to say. So, I kind of want to run through these notes I took and then just get your thoughts on them. So, early on in the interview, they were kind of like, Hey, hypothetically, you know, if you were to obtain a quarterback, you know, that was in the Super Bowl a couple years ago, you know, what, what would you think about something like that? So, of course, Spielman sort of has to dance around the question because the ridiculous NFL can't make this official for like two more weeks. But he was like, Hey, A guy like Jared Goff, to me, from my time at Fox, I mean, he's an accuracy, toughness, hardworking guy. He said he always has had an admiration for him. He said that Sean McVay, every time he talked to him about Goff, uh, said he has a ton of potential, even though that they would either butt heads or have issues at times. And uh, he seemed pretty excited about maybe what Jared Goff can bring to the table. So where are you at with the quarterback and maybe uh, what Spielman having to say this early in the game about Jared Goff?
0: Well, you always have to (laughs) be very, very, very careful about what you say right now. Um, No, you're talking about a guy who can potentially. I always love that word potential. You have the potential to be very, very, very good, or you have the potential to be horrible. So I always tread on that, that, that word cautiously because I I always, when people say, well, they have potential. Benny, uh, let me jump in on here.
1: I want to ask you something. You met my buddy Grifka. We had him on the show, right? You gave him way too much credit. You acted like he actually had, uh, you know, good sports takes and good football knowledge. I mean, we know that's not true, but like (laughs) Mr. Grifka, one of his famous sayings that he always tells me because I love the draft and he's one of these guys that will tell you, you know, what happened three days ago and and act like he came up with it. Grifka's take is always prospects or suspects till they do something. I mean, that sounds like that's where you're at. I mean, you you can't wait till everybody's good to determine it. I mean, this guy has potential. He's he's already shown his potential. Now he just needs to bounce back a little bit in Detroit. Go ahead. Derek,
0: Derek, everybody likes to put that label on kids that really haven't Met the 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 bar that has been set for them, so they say they have potential. You know, I'm 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 good with the trade, so I don't want people to say, "Oh, well, he's no." I'm not doubting the trade. I'm good with the trade, but I just don't like that word potential. Now, to me, Jared Golf has to come to Detroit and play like a leader. Not somebody who's just going to be here carrying the team. No. I need you to lead in the film room. I need you to lead on the practice field. And I definitely need you to lead, whether it be on Sunday, Sunday night, or Monday night. I need him to come in and be a born leader. Don't sit here and tell me about, well, <laughs> no, no. Okay. That's well, what I you, always tell, I, I, Go ahead potential is like that word when you assume something what happens there when you assume well i mean it, it could okay. go badly I, 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 okay I, I, I don't like that word assume and <laughs> i don't like that word potential
1: right. so, so you're you're admitting here on believe in lions that you agree with grifka i mean that's not good for your look benny yeah.
0: well well grifka, grifka <laughs> may be you know a b- bright guy i told you You know, because you you two bump heads, me me Derek, me me you bump heads quite a bit too. You know, but the the thing is, I just don't. It it just irks me when people say they uh, they assume certain things about people, and and then when that assumption goes the Mm. other way, they go, "Oh my gosh!" So now you've made a what an ass out of me (laughs) and yourself. So I don't like that. Well, that kid has potential. Now, if he doesn't – look, for me, I look at everybody and says, well, look, he's going to be a great player. So if he does not live up to the – if you pick a kid in the first, second, or third round, he better be a, be a player for you. You picked him in the high rounds. <laughs> now, that kid – no, no, Derek. That kid who's gotten picked in the seventh round – And who's played 20 years and who has won seven Super Bowls? What do you say about that kid?
1: I mean, it's a good it's a good ball player, but let, let's get back to, let's get back to what, what 54 said about Jared Goff. Here, here's the thing. You're acting like he's saying potential, like he's never done anything in the league. Griff could and other people don't want to give him any credit. I mean, over the last four or five years, he's basically been better than Matt Stafford when it comes to winning ball ballgames and, and a lot of his numbers. Okay, the guy had a down year. He's turned the football over a lot. We're not talking blind potential here. The guy's done it. He had a better team. We all get that. But let's go back to what 54 said, since that's the point of the podcast. Accuracy, toughness, hardworking guy. I mean, those are the things that can tend to be leadership qualities. He just needs to come here and play good. So this isn't some blind leap of faith. This is a guy that's done it, has more playoff W's than Safford had in his entire Detroit career, and can throw the football when when given time and when he has weapons. So I'm with Spielman on this one. I think he's got some qualities. You just have to figure out how to get it out of him. And who loves him? The GM who's hopefully going to surround him with pieces, the GM, <laughs> you know? So I, I think that you could see some better things coming from Jared Goff than many are expecting, which is like, ah, oh, yeah, I guess he'd be here for a year or two. I mean, maybe a bridge guy. I mean, what if he comes up and plays pretty good and, and rallies his teammates? That, that'd that be something, huh?
0: You just said that, Derek. I'll be the first to give this guy – heck, if, he, if we made it and, and we win a couple of playoff games – you see, old thirty-six was broken back in all, oh, giving him biggest bear hug, <laughs> carrying him off the field. I mean, okay. look. <laughs> my, my whole thing is, Jared Goff needs to come from day one when it's official. Become the locker room, film room, game day leader. Don't sit back. We we, we, we we got rid of that guy who had the same stats, same potential, same all of that. We got rid of that guy. He's in L.A. now, okay? Become the leader that we know you can become. That leader that led the Rams to the Super Bowl a couple of years back. That's the leader I'm looking for. I'm with you. I
1: hope so. And we'll wait and see. But like I say, that the word potential isn't uh, empty here. It's just, hey, we'd like to get back out of them what we had. And Benny, we're never going to get to the other 20 great things uh, Spielman said if me and you are just going back and forth on this. I hope Jared Goff's good for the Lions. You hope Jared Goff is good for the Lions. We'll wait and see when they kick the ball off in September. All right, let, let's, let's work our way down this list. Next thing he said was he said the Lions used to – use, and be often active in free agency. But he said, you know what my philosophy is? You can't buy a locker room. He said he believes you got to develop a team through the draft. Draft, develop, and then re-sign guys that earn it to a second contract. What say you, Benny Blades?
0: That's why he's old 54. We believe in the same thing. My thing is, why, why are you going to go and Take somebody's free agent's headaches, because for whatever reason, I mean, I, I know there, there's some heck of a ball players out there. So don't 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 get me wrong. If you really 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 have to have a a, a free agent that you're not finding, and you know, in in your due diligence and coming up to the draft, and you just gotta have this guy. And I say, you know, pull the trick and go get him. But there, there's so many guys that you can build a locker room around through the draft, you know, and that's why me and, me and Old Spill, we, we think the same way because when, when you look at how the Lions were built, way even way back in the heydays when you had the Alex Karras's and, you know, and, and those guys – they, they built a locker room through the draft. Here, here's why. You take college kids that are eager to get in the National Football League and show not only the coaches but the general managers and the fans what they can do. And so when they're doing that, they're building not only, not only cohesiveness but camaraderie ship in the locker room. You can't buy that. And so those three, four years in five years that you have those guys around, they build in something that can't be built in one and two years in free agency. And so now when those guys, they play well, you want to reward them with the next contract and hopefully it's another four, five-year deal. So now you have those guys that you've built in the draft for at least eight years that they've built your team and hopefully they built your team to a successful team. That's why you know I I I, I like to draft more so because it's almost like college football. If I don't like what you have here, I'm gonna go in the transfer portal and I'm just gonna find another successful team and try to get on that team and win instead of standing and building a success.
1: Yeah, I I agree with Spielman, I agree with you. I mean, you 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 can't win, you know, f- through free agency. I mean, go ask the team that Brad Holmes just came from and the Rams are trying to do it. They're trying to build it through free agency trades, um, giving up all their picks. I mean, I could see that fizzling out pretty quick. Whereas if you do it right in the draft, which like I said, as optimistic as I am, because I B L E A V in the lions, they still got to get these picks right and they still got to bring in the right players, which Spielman hit on later um, before that actually works. So I'm waiting to see what they do there, but it's definitely the way to build a team. There's no question Um, a player that they're, kind of debating on you know the, the franchise type tag window just open it's open for a couple weeks Kenny Galladay you know they asked him about him and, and Spielman said uh, he's a really competitive guy I love that about him he always can go up and and has, does a great job winning the 50-50 ball he said he likes his size and, and what he brings is something you know those are all things that he likes about the player now, obviously couldn't speak on if they're going to bring him back or not, but word, rumor, innuendo, <laughs> Benny, here in Detroit is that, you know, we're not just going to let Kenny Galladay waltz out the door. I, I would look to see them franchise tag him and then try to trade him, maybe, maybe franchise tag him and try to work out a backloaded contract. But I don't think they're just going to let Kenny go wherever he wants and get nothing for him except a compensatory pick in a year or two. So uh, where are you at with Kenny Galladay? I know we've talked about him before.
0: Yeah, you know, we, we've talked about him, and I'm I'm still uh, of, of that, that same notion. I mean. um You don't want to pay anybody, Benny. No no, 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 there, no. There's a lot of upside <laughs> to Kenny Galladay. There, there, there really is. There's a lot of upside to this young man. And, um, uh, you know, I, I just don't want to see him out there on that free agency market, and we don't get anything back. And so, yeah, using that. Franchise uh, tag on him, you know it, it'll it'll pay him within the top five receivers that's in the game, and that, that's something he wants anyway. He wants to be shown some love. Every guy that you know <laughs> who has put their hard hat on, they want to be shown a little bit of love. You know, it's a, it's about that lanyap going to the pay wonder, and so <laughs> he, he, he he he's he's earned that, but. I, I don't think his heart is in Detroit anymore. And so that, that's the thing that, that bothers me. You know, we can, we can always talk about money and the pay window and getting guys those greenbacks, but if your heart's not really there, I don't care how much money you you can, you can you give a, a, a young man, uh, are, you, are you gonna just take the money now and just sit on the fact that you've gotten the money and still want to be elsewhere. So I I just think we just franchise them and try to see what we can get for them.
1: Yeah, we'll see what they do. I can't wait to see what the regime does. And regardless of what they do here, there, everywhere, you know Kenny Galladay is going to do this eventually. Going to the pay one. Exactly. Benny, I mean, let's keep this moving. I got so many more notes by Mr. Spielman. Great interview. He said, uh, you know, there's an importance to different positions. He said his theory... You know, is a little bit different. I mean, maybe maybe Mr. Spielman's turning to be a little bit of a new school guy, which we'll talk about later. He said that his theory nowadays in the NFL is to build outside in, where most people, old school thinking, is to build inside out. When you're talking about a team defense, whatever it may be, he said he's got two good cornerbacks, young cornerbacks, Mr. Okuda and Mr. Ao that he likes. And um, he said he he sees some time some talent at the linebacker position. I would love him to. Expound and tell me who that is, because we've been absolutely Swiss cheese and, and just horrible at the linebacker position, in my opinion. But he, he's the expert, not me. He's the player. Um, love to know who we got at linebacker that he likes. He said that depth of the D line is important to keep people fresh, uh, free agency. You know, uh, you can get guys here or there that can help, but they're not going to be your building blocks is what he somewhat insinuated. And he said Brad Holmes' success as a scout, being on the road, having success in the draft, being able to find guys later, is something that he's really leaning on as a way that they're going to be able to fill all these positions and build the type of team that he's looking for. So what do you think about all those comments? Some really good stuff from Mr. Spielman there.
0: Well, he has definitely alluded to what I've been saying all season, Derek. (laughs) Corners, edge rushers are extremely important in today's game, Derek.
1: So so you're corners new school, corners you're new, you're a new and edge rushers. Guy. What? <laughs> you're a new school guy now. I mean you you up, tight ends and and all these little no. running backs running around. I mean you probably See, don't even want want people to tackle anymore. Is that what you're telling me?
0: Oh no 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 oh no we're gonna tackle. Oh you better believe we're gonna tackle but you in today's game, you don't need two corners. See, that's the problem. You need a minimum of four corners that can play in today's game. I agree. They, I mean you just cannot get away with saying, okay, well, I got two decent corners. The the way the ball is thrown all over the field, you gotta have four top-notch corners. I call them 1A through 1D. When A falls down, D can take up A's slack. He may not be as good, but he can take up his slack. Those edge rushers, I I, I don't care what team you look at around the National Football League, you got to have at least three of them. Because when one goes down, boom, 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 boom. Step up keep that rush on the quarterbacks. So if you're going to call me new school, call me new school. But I always going to keep – here's my my mentality, though. You got to always keep that safety that's a thumper. If you ain't got no safety that's a thumper, then I tell you what, that's when those little guys just want to just run across the middle of the field. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: That, that, that's, Tampa, that's old school, Benny. You're that's, living that's your heyday uh, now. Uh,
0: uh, 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 the thumper's out because, nowadays. No, think about it. <laughs> Tampa Bay Tampa Bay proven you can still have a thumper. You can, you can hit people legally. And people say, uh-oh, I ain't going to throw the ball across the middle. Tampa Bay proved that in the Super Bowl. <laughs> they said, man, wait a minute. Uh, okay, I see old number twenty. I think 22 or 23, they're roaming that field back there. They was like, "Oh, whoa, let's let's look him up. We'll see where he's gonna be at." And so you gotta have those intimidating guys that roam the middle of the field back there. Now I don't know, if Mr. Harmon's gonna come back. And he's gonna do it for us. I don't know. You're the GM. Maybe you'll tell me. <laughs>
1: yeah well i'm glad you got to the safeties because we, we 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 do have some decisions to make there and i don't really agree with you that the you know big thumper tackler is the best you know you, you can still find a role in today's game but i much rather have those guys can fly all over make plays on the football cover tight ends running backs all that um you know uh, but you're reliving your heyday there you're, you're you're going old school on me which is what i expected so let's let's finish up what spielman had to say here i mean he said communication but between brad and dan dan freaking campbell benny i mean have you heard of this guy
0: hello have i heard of dan campbell yeah <laughs> you asked me have i heard of dan campbell that's what i'm asking i just want to make the sure. same dan campbell says we've had enough of this shit you've had enough that of that. dan
1: campbell that guy, yeah. I mean, he also said he also said this, which I would think is the one you should really quote. We're going to bite a kneecap off. We're going to smile at you. We're going to take your other kneecap. We're going to smile at you. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. We're going to be the last one standing, all right? That's going to be the mentality. That's the mentality, Benny. And, yes, everybody listening, yes, I'm going to play that almost every chance I get because that was one of the greatest things of all time. Dan freaking Campbell is the man. Now all he has to do is go and win football games. So Spielman said him and and Brad Holmes have been outstanding. He says he sat in on college uh, scouting meetings very clear communication on what type of players they want, who's doing what he said. It's clear to him that everybody's on the same page. He says there's productive disagreement at times, which I like to hear. He says uh, that Holmes and Campbell are the guys making the calls, but it's also a collaboration. I mean, just loves what he said. And he said that Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell have done exactly what they said in their interviews. When it came to listening to everybody, making it a, a team atmosphere, Dan Campbell said, I'm going to go get great coaches. He went out and got great coaches to to coach this team that have played the game, that have some juice, some moxie, as I always talk about, that can help get this team back where we need to be. So lots of good things being said about the coach and the general manager from 54
0: yeah i'm i'm glad they're all uh, uh <laughs> agreeing to disagree sometimes that that it's very healthy when you when you're talking about building a franchise and trying to build guys that's going to come together collectively and win I, uh... you will never you 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 never have an organization, I don't care if it's within corporate America or it's just, you know, and wreck ball. Have guys that all going to be on the same page all the time and it's going to never argue. If you get that, they ain't winning because they don't care anymore. Okay? If you tell me, Derek, you like this guy over here from – Baton Rouge, and I tell you, uh, the kid over here from Utah is a better player. You got to give him your exes and those why we can agree to disagree, okay? Don't just tell me that's my guy, we gotta go with my guy. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hearing that crap, I'm <laughs> not hearing that. You got to tell me exactly why we got to go with your guy. It's not that well, you're the general manager, you're gonna go with who I no. I tell you what, then Benny Blaze. I ain't gonna be in the meeting room, cause you just ain't gonna tell me what you gonna want, and I'm just gonna agree with that. No, I have a say so too.
1: <laughs> Chris so, Spielman always calls I, I it his it. why, Benny. He always says you gotta let. They're all letting or they have the opportunity to to give their why on things, which is cool.
0: Yeah, that that just is it's perfect. That's how a marriage is supposed to be. Well, let's get to
1: this. This was the headliner, the thing that went all over the radio station, the national news, rumor innuendo, all this uh, assumption, because Chris Spielman said, and uh, I'll paraphrase, he said, I had a great office when I started here, but now I got an office that's by the exit gate because Sheila took my office because she wants to be in the middle of everything. So what did that do? Benny, that got everybody saying, Oh, here we go. Ownerships in the middle. They're meddling. They're telling her what to do. I mean, I heard all this, but I was just like, get out of here with this. I mean, okay. She wants to sit in on a meeting. I doubt she's standing up and pounding the table and saying, no, you need this linebacker. Oh, no, I'd play a, a cover three instead of a two as my, as my base defense. No, she's sitting there. She's listening. She's hearing. And, and, and the only thing I don't like about it is that I feel like without the owner there, you could be a little bit more unfiltered. You know, these guys want to just talk football. I mean, sometimes you can't have your boss over your shoulder when you got to talk real talk uh, when it comes to business or especially football. So I don't know that they can say everything they want to say or the way they want to say it when the owner is there but other than that i i didn't think this was any big deal whatsoever i was glad to see that she's interested and in there working i mean does this bring up any red flags are you cool with this
0: i'm I'm cool with that you know look i i I think (laughs) with her being probably the only woman in the room okay yeah, you you might not be able to say some of the things you want to say while she's in the room, but I think I think that's why she's there because we as uh, alpha men we we can get a little bit cocky sometimes, and uh, you know you you ought to know that you know you do that sometimes on the show. You know, I'm I'm the GM, Benny. And I don't hear that crap.
1: You know? You're the one that told me I was the GM. I mean, I tried to show yeah. you all the respect. Now you're giving me credit and now you're best me for taking the credit. I'm gonna take the GM but, role. Hey, what can I
0: do? It, 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 it's okay. And that and that's why I, I love the fact that I I work in my, my, my two jobs now, Derek. I work with one female boss and one male boss. And trust me, my female boss, she says, I ain't never heard nobody just say anything they want to say. <laughs> uh, you know, it do because it, it doesn't really matter to me. You ask me my opinion about something. If I really don't <laughs> like it, we don't that. ask me my opinion. Don't ask me.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know yeah.
0: what I mean. That's why I, I said, look, I'm sorry. Just sometimes in life, you know, people tell me, "Well, Ben, sometimes you're gonna have a filter." I do have a filter. I'm not. I'm not cursing or anything. I'm just telling you how I feel about it. Which you is why. You Right, you ask my why. I'm giving you my, and, 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 and sometimes I get a little bit too passionate about my why, and so people think I'm arguing. I'm not arguing. I'm telling you why we should do this. It's, 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 I'm, I'm not trying to be intimidating, so that's the first thing people say. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not trying to be intimidating. I'm just telling you my why. If I'm passionate about my why, that just doesn't I mean, whether it be, a woman in a room or 12 guys in a room. I'm going to be the same. And I hope everybody in that room is going to be the same, whether Miss Hemp is there or not. You, she wants to know what's going, it's her ball club. It's not like she's making the final decision. She just wants to know what's going on with her ball club. So she can be informed when Johnny Public comes and asks her a question. She's not, oh, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't go to a meeting.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Benny, I was going to say that's why everybody loves l- listening to Believe in Lions right here on the Believe Podcasting Network, because you bring it every single week. And, and you know why I think you bring it and why you don't keep anything in? You want to know why I think that is? Why is that? Because you went here. <laughs> Benny, I can't go thirty minutes without getting in a u drop or two for you. You know how that
0: is. So. I, 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 I see that, but you, you see, you, you, you see how I gave you that third possible round pick. Now, that that might be another hurricane that if we can't get Quincy Roche may be there late in the fourth round, and we we might be able to pick up that hurricane. It's you. It's you. Oh,
1: you know what's the, the best part <laughs> of that take, Benny, is that like a week or two ago, when you when you threw out your your who you're going to say or you tease a thing, I said, you know, I'm starting to like Benny. I hear a lot of like hype and a lot of good stuff about Quincy Roche. I could see him in the third round. And now weeks later, you're bringing this up. Like this is your, your scouting take. I mean, it's, it's a highway robbery
0: from the GM of the show is what I think it is. No, no, no. I, I, I try not to push my hurricanes all in Detroit, but just think about it. I, I always use this analogy every year. That the Lions have been winning, there's been a hurricane on the roster. I'm just saying, bro. I'm just saying.
1: Benny, what's what's so funny about that? And we gotta we gotta get our great sponsor eBay in here in a minute. But uh, every time I do a mock draft in like the third, fourth, fifth round, if I don't have a hurricane, all I hear is you saying, you know, you gotta get a hurricane to be good. (laughs) So I'm
0: looking looking for somebody (laughs) to add to the
1: team just for you. (laughs) But uh, let's finish with this, Uh, Mr. Spielman. This this was a nice way to end it. He said, hey, we're trying to build this thing right way. We're trying to do it right. I think we've put some things in place, but he said, there's no guarantees said you have to give yourself a chance to win and he thinks they're doing that like I said he said Brad Holmes and them have, have done everything they said he's seen it with his own two eyes which again is good comforting to the fans that we have a, a football guy a guy that's passionate about the game that's saying hey look I'm walking these hallways I'm listening to these I'm in these meetings and and they're going well and they're you know they they feel right to Chris Spielman which makes me feel good And he just talked about, you still got to have discipline. Like when free agency opens, yeah, everybody wants this guy or that guy, but he's like, you got to have discipline, pick your spots. And uh, he just said, there's lots of things that got to fit together when it comes to salary cap, you know, who, what kind of player they want. He talked about Dan freaking Campbell talking about the guy's got to have grit and that's Brad Holmes to him. That means, Hey, He's got to have football character. So that's the kind of people they're looking for as well as top end football players. So I really liked this interview by Spielman. I thought he was good. He he sure was selling the season tickets hard. He was he was saying a lot of good things, but man, he was definitely trying to get some people to, to line up at Ford Field uh, to get those season tickets and get in the building. Hopefully when the world comes back to normal. So I kind of like that too. A guy that wasn't afraid to say, hey, we want you guys at the stadium. We want Lions fans back. And uh, also said, hey, I'm not guaranteeing you Super Bowls, but I'm saying, hey, I think I see some good things happening and now we just got to get the right players and put it on the field and go to to work. So I liked all that.
0: Look, from day one, that old 54 got back into the building. What did I tell you? Things are going to change. You know, he's kind of quiet, meek little guy, one hell of a football player, but he's definitely going to shake some things up around there. And then when you add Dan Campbell into the mix, a fiery guy who's played for the Lions, I, 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 just, I just think when you've been in the Motor City, blue-collar town, you kind of get the vibe of the fan. And so Chris is trying to get those fans back, Into the seats, because when you get the fans back in the seats and you put a winning product on the field, man, you've won that town over and that's what it's about, you know, so i'm I'm, I'm not i'm not mad with anything they're saying right now i'm just waiting till August, because I want to see a winning product on the
1: field. I agree. You got me hyped up, Benny. So let's do this. Let's take our break before we start arguing after the break about new school, old school. So let's get eBay in here, Benny. I mean, we just want to take a brief moment to talk about our new sponsor we're super excited to have here on the podcast, and that's eBay.
0: Whether rare, dead stock, or the latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for. As the original sneaker
1: marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing
0: with eBay's authenticity. Guarantee your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators.
1: There's no doubt about it, Benny. I mean, for the sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated seller fees. There's, there's no seller fees. I mean, on sneakers over a hundred dollars, making it free to sell or flip your collection.
0: So go to ebay.com slash sneakers today. ebay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. Benny. We're just fired up. We're
1: excited to have eBay on board. The Believe in Lions podcast here on the Believe Podcasting Network keeps getting bigger and bigger. Me and you have a ton of fun. when We turn on the microphones and know we get to talk football in our crazy busy schedules that both of us have. I mean, you are a living legend. I just love talking the game with you. I'm honored to be here on the show But I do have to put you in your place sometimes. And this might be one of those times. So what I thought would be fun is, like, you come on here, as most football people do, And you want to talk about the old days where you could hit people and when you would line up a fullback, maybe have a tight end that could block and do all these things that are kind of old school game. You know, you hear people say, it starts in the trenches. You know, you got to build it this way. And I wanted to kind of balk at that today because some of this I think is just same old rewind speak when really the game has changed a whole lot. So I'm sure you're going to tell me that it hasn't changed and it comes down to blocking and tackling. I'm not going to take all your cliches you're going to throw out, but we're going to have a little battle here about new school and old school football. So before I educate you on the new game and here in 2021, and how it's played and what works, maybe that isn't what worked 30 years ago. Go ahead and tell me your view of what wins in football right now or in the past, which I'm sure where you're
0: going to go. You ready for it? Oh, I I can't wait. From the roaring 20s to the World War II, game didn't change. From World War II to the 70s, game didn't change. From the 70s to the 90s, the game didn't change. What makes you think in 2021, the game has changed? The field is only so long and so wide. There's one football that's out there. The only game, the only thing, shall I say, that has changed about the game of football is the heart and the toughness. In the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s, physicality ruled now is finesse and i don't think finesse has a place in a game that's brutal i'm not talking about blood broken bones this is not a contact sport this is a combat sport if you're not willing to be physical Why are you playing the game of football? I teach this to the seven-year-olds, the eight-year-olds, the high schoolers, and I talk it to the college players. If you're not willing to be physical, Derek, don't play the game. That's all I'm asking you.
1: Benny, you you got something going today. Like every time you 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 responded to a question, I feel like you're giving me a, a just that speech in the middle of the huddle. Like you got me all excited. Everything you're saying today, it sounds like you just you're just getting me motivated. Like I I was ready to beat you up here in this segment, but like <laughs> I mean, you you got me all fired up with that uh, impactful plea you just gave about the game of football. But I mean, I guess here's what I'd say. You know, you said the game hasn't changed. I'm pretty sure that Bill Walsh and company changed the game when they brought in the West Coast. We're slinging the ball around, opening it up. I'm pretty sure that you know, these other defenses that have came in, whether you're talking Tampa two, wide nine, all these different defenses, those, those kind of changed how the game was played. And now you got the new age, which is about offenses, quarterbacks, wide receivers, all these positions that were marginal back in the day, and now they're making the most money in the game. You you can't win without dynamic receivers. You gotta have a, a, a signal caller that can throw it all around the yard. You can't just run it two yards in a cloud of dust all day. Like, I just feel like all these coaches, GMs, whoever want to tell you, you got to establish the run game. You you, you got to play hard, you know, on run defense. And these are all the things that are just like their go-tos when really, when you think about the game in 2021, it's really a space game. Like you said, it is less physical. So you have to adapt to that. You can't just say, well, oh, this, this is not real ball, well, you can't hit anymore. You can't lay the lumber to people. So how are you going to win? You spread them out. You get these flex tight ends that can be nightmares in the middle of the football field. You have, you know, running backs that aren't the 30 carry Adrian. Poof! of the of the old days you got to get the on deandre swifts of today which can catch can run have a lot of wiggle have a lot of juice those are the guys that work not uh jerome bettis like back in the day so i just think it's changed a lot from the type of players you're looking for as well as how you construct a team mr blades let me throw it back to you you got a blank canvas you're starting a team What are the positions and impact spots to you that you're going to build and win with this tough football that you're selling me from back in the day?
0: I'm selling you back in the day. Let me go back to what you were just saying. All of the things you just said, Derek, those are philosophies. Okay? The game has not changed. The philosophies the techniques, all those things have changed. Those changed with time. Okay. Bill wash, of course, he brought in the West coast, Mouse Davis made it into the running gun. June Jones made it to the running shoot. All of those are different techniques that philosophies and different quirks that people make within a game. But the game itself does not change. Physicality does not change. If you cannot play tackle football, you're playing what? (laughs) Seven-on-seven flag football. We are not paying $8 million to see flag football. So there has to be some kind of physicality in the game. Now, by that being said, all the pretty boys, and this has gone on throughout time, all of the pretty boys, the receivers, the corners, those guys have transitioned the game throughout time. How many – How many Calvin Johnsons have you seen come into the game of football and just demolish the game? Not very many since Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice set a bar that, to me, Calvin Johnson has transcended the game. Now they're looking for the next Calvin Johnson to take it to another level. Those things are always happen within the game of football, but the game itself does not change. The field is not going to change. The width, the length is never going to change. You
1: said so that. You people, said that.
0: Come on. So so let me, on, let me let me get oh, back minute, in here. Wait a minute. Go ahead. So the people, so the people that are playing the game <laughs> should not change. Derek, if me and you were playing the game today, I'm sorry. If they're gonna say, well, Benny, you can only hit Derek from the bottom of his shoulders to the top of his hip. Bro, I'm gonna slap you so hard in your chest, you're gonna say, Hey, you can't do that. You're hitting me too hard. Well, you gave me a you gave me a target to hit. My hmm. target is to bruise that to where you don't wanna play with me no more.
1: This is what I'm talking about, everybody. This is that old school mentality that even though the rules and everything have changed, you're going to play the game the same way, Benny. It doesn't work like that because if we're out on the gridiron, you're going to be laundry all over the field on you. And my team's going to be going up and down the field. You might not even be in the ballgame very long. And here's the point I want to make so you talk about physicality you talk about a man versus another man, you talk about all this stuff that sounds real good on paper how about when Benny Blades goes there and has to lock up against a, a tight end that runs a 4-3 <laughs> like it doesn't matter how physical you are, I'm just running past you and, and I might just be able to out-athletic no. you, so it doesn't matter this physicality that you put on me, if you can't keep no, up it... speed wise, if you don't have the athletic traits it takes to play in 2021, now back in the Day, I agree. Back in the day, you could lay people out, and you could out physical people, and you didn't have freak athletes like you have today. But when you have these guys that are 6'5", 230, that can run four three four four, good good luck trying to deal with them with your with your you know hands on them or whatever or you're that one hit no, no, you no, no, might no, get no. on them. Hold they, hold that no. ain't yeah, gonna listen. work out too well for you in the long run. It,
0: it, it, see, you, you you brought up a position that got taken away in the playoffs. See, everybody talk about these big tight ends that you know don't match up against small safeties, don't match up against small linebackers. But what happened in the playoffs? They took that away by being what? Pushing them off of their mark. See, today's game is about precision, 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 precision. When a guy can't get to his mark where a quarterback has to one, two, three. Ball's out of his hands. If you're not on that mark, what happens? He has to look for somebody else. He doesn't want to do that. There's not very, 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 in today's game, there's not very many quarterbacks like like they have in Kansas City. If everybody wants a Patrick Mahomes that can run around, sideline to sideline, create plays, throw the ball when he's sitting on his derriere, everybody wants one of those. That's not happening. So when you move a guy off of his mark, that's all I'm saying there. that's all in physicality. You have four or five seconds to throw the ball. If you're not on that mark, he's not throwing you the ball. That's all I'm saying. Don't just let a a guy just run down Hmm. the field unmolested. Who does that? benny
1: my point is that you act like you can get your hands on everybody you can out physical everybody what if you can't get your hands on me because i'm just I'll, i'm just a better athlete than you or because no. you're an old school Pam
0: hey Never put those two in the same sentence. You're a better athlete than me, okay? <laughs> Benny, I,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm talking about people on the field. Everybody knows okay, you, you okay. need me up left and right. Now, now, I could still throw the ball up over top of you. If I had a receiver, especially that had some speed, he'd probably run right past you. But other than that, yeah, you could outdo me in probably everything. What I'm saying is like Benny Blades on the field, Cam Chancellor, big hit and safety you talked about earlier in the show good luck going ahead and lining up on a running back or a tight end or heaven forbid a wide receiver in today's game. That's not going to end well for you. So I don't care how physical you are, how many reps you can do in the weight room. That doesn't always work. Now, are there times that you can disrupt routes and you can get on people? Yeah. Did, did we see Jelani Tavai playing linebacker Benny Blades? Do you, do you think that his out physical, his physicality helped him when they put him in space and he got ate up every time? No, because the Lions were caught 30 years ago with Matt Patricia's big mistake. I can't believe he was this stupid, was to get these big linebackers and think, well, I'll just play against the run. These guys will out physical, everybody. No, they won't be able to tackle because they can't catch anybody and they won't be able to do anything on defense because they can't guard anybody. That's new school versus your old school. I need a thumper. I'm going to just beat this guy up. No, you're not because you can't touch him. You're not going to be able to catch him and he's going to make you look silly like Jelani Tavai and others on the Lions, unfortunately, look silly the past couple years.
0: There you go. Here's my thing, Derek. I know Eagle. Here's my thing. Every few years, defense always catches up with the offense. And what do they do? The NFL changes the game. They change the rules to where the offense scores more points. You don't think they're going to change the rules this offseason? Because Tampa Bay defense beat up their much, much, much ballyhooed Kansas City Chiefs, they didn't want to see that defense beat up those guys. They didn't want to see that. So they're going to change the rules to where, oh, well, we got to get more points scored. Stop it. Allow allow the players, that's all I'm asking, allow the players defensively, if they're good enough, allow them to play the game. Don't keep changing the game where all of a sudden now you can't only push him down. Don't hit him at all. Just push him down. Come on. Stop it. See,
1: that's why I'm glad this argument went where I thought it would go, because now you're begging. You told me the game hasn't changed yet. Now you're admitting that. Pretty much everything in the game has changed from the rules to the schemes to the player types. The thing is, you don't want it to change, Benny. You want it to be like it was 40, 50, 20 years ago when you were a star ball player and I'm here to tell you new school the new school GM is here to tell you the games change the rules change the players have changed the type of play has changed so don't tell me the same old stuff that you said 30 years ago about how you win on Sundays because it's not always true yeah you still need to be able to run the football a little bit yeah we still got to be able to block and tackle but but we can't be going by these same cliches because they're not as relevant as they were back in the day that's what I'm trying to tell You.
0: You could say cliches, but anybody that knows has been around this game a long, 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 long time. All of those cliches have to come to a point. Now, I I look at some of these 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 millennials, and well, what are you what are you doing? Oh, this is my workout. They go work out for twenty minutes and they go sit down for three hours, dude, I for me, I would never understand that because for me, you got to put in the work to get something out of it. I understand it's the new millennial way of how you guys think, I'm gonna tell you why, I'm gonna bring it to a point there because even <laughs> my kids and my grandkids tell me, Papa, you could just sit on your computer and they, they talk about my, my, my phone, these smartphones, and you could push a few buttons and you could make money. And I said, what are you talking about? And they showed me how you can make money and don't even go out and work for it. This is the the new age that these kids are living in. And so their whole thing is, Derek, when you only get to physically Tackled each other twenty times during the course of a whole football season in practice. How do you learn how to tackle?
1: It's it's about being being smart rather than you know, I no, everybody and, wants and, to work hard, but you're saying they yes. didn't go out to work. They 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 made money with a couple taps on your phone, Mr. Blades. Like
0: no, the, but, the, but Derek, the thing but Derek, with me. But Derek, but Derek, go ahead. But this is why then we can't argue every week <laughs> why the why the Lions' defense aren't tackling anybody. So let's just not even bring that up. None, no more in any of our conversations. Just let the guy run down the field, and hopefully we'll just push him out of bounds. Okay, I don't even want to bring it up anymore. No, see, like you, I, in, let in, me let in, me jump in. In, in. Order, in order for tackle, you have to teach tackling. That's not something
1: you just hope to do. The alternative, Mr. Blades, is that instead of knocking people's heads off and tackling the way you used to, now you gotta be able to cover like you didn't have to back in your game. Now you have to be able to get your hands on the football a little bit more. Or when you're an offensive player, you have to be able to, you know, you have these advantages, so yeah, you need to spread the ball out and throw it more because defensive players can't grab, hold, You know hit you in the head with their helmets so it's like i'm just telling you if you're if you're looking at the game nowadays and being tactful about it it's like your kids with the cell phone that'd be like you saying "Oh, i don't want to use a cell phone that would be foolish because that's where you do everything now in 2021 now if you told me you didn't want to use a cell phone back in like 98 or whenever cell phones f- started to get big, I could understand you because I'm like, yeah, that, you know, that's not the thing right now. That's just some new technology, right? So what I'm trying to tell you is like when when you're sitting there talking about these old school concepts and I'm sitting here telling, hey, Benny Blades, I, I wouldn't be upset if the Lions went and took Kyle Pitts tight end Florida early in the draft. And you'd be like, ah, tight end. Well, the, the no, reason no, no. is because the guy's a ball player and he's a new school ball player. And, and same with some of these other wide receivers and other skill players. That's how you win. If Brad Holmes went out and just got a bunch of skill guys and then figured out the defense later, you know what I'd say? Man, he's going he's going new school right now. If he goes and hey, takes you're... a bunch of people in the trenches and a bunch of you know snot bubblers, I'm going to be like, man – He, he, he's picking like, like an old school guy back in the day that that's not going to win at a high level nowadays. Just look at the teams that are winning. They're mostly, you know, explosive on both sides of the football. They have guys that can cover, can run, can make plays after the catch. That's what I think wins. And that's why I wanted to stir you up today because to me, I would agree with everything you're saying like years ago, but I feel like now those concepts are antiquated and you got to be able to win other ways and think other ways. And it's about space, skill players. And yeah, the finesse game that it is rather than argue about it, let's
0: adapt to it. Well, 20 years from now folks, you heard it from Derek Oakry. You're going to go to a live Detroit lions game and the players are going to be on their iPads playing a game. They're not going to touch each other. I tackled you. I tackled you. Why are you still running? Why are you still running? You're going to be in the iPad playing the game.
1: No, everybody strike that from the record. That's not what Derek Oakry said. But I did say the game now on the field, Mr. Blades, has changed. And you might want to listen to those grandkids and make a little money on the cell phone rather than, than busting your hump like you did 30 years ago. I mean, that's that's the way of today. Just We, we, we got to roll with the punches. So that's all I'm trying to tell you. So, Mr. Blades, I'm sure we could argue for days and days about this. I think let's meet in the middle. The Lions, yes, they need to be tougher. Yes, they need to have players that have some physicality. They need to have grit like Dan Campbell wants. They might want to bite a kneecap or two. Brad Holmes wants guys that have football character, that love the game. But what I hope Brad Holmes also shows us in the draft and free agency is that he's drafting people for 21, 22, 23, Um, 24, the years uh, that are coming up, not things that worked in 98, 99, 2000. I mean, we just got rid of Matt Patricia, who was caught back in the old school days when he was winning titles, you know, 15 years ago. We need a new school team, whether that's a new school quarterback, whether it's uh, skilled players left and right, or a defense that still has dynamic players and not just these old edge rushers, these big bodied guys, we need speed. We need athleticism. All right, everybody. So, I mean, Obviously, I guess I won that argument about new school, old school, because Mr. Blades' microphone went off. <laughs> he just walked off the show. <laughs> I, I I don't know if he was frustrated. I don't know if he agrees with me. I don't know what happened, but something went wrong with his mic. I, I lost him. I can't get him back on the show. So we're about done anyway, but I'll just sum it up with this. Um, great thoughts from Benny Blades this week. It was really fun to hear Chris Spielman's thoughts on the Lions. We went through all that. Um, really enjoyed the back and forth arguments between old school, new school, Benny's way of playing football versus the way that I and others are starting to see the game. What really wins when it's said and done? Is it run the ball, blocking, tackling hard nose football, or is it spreading people out, throwing it around the yard, adapting to the new rules and getting W's. And the way I was finishing up is it might be a little bit in the middle. you got to have a little bit of this, a little bit of that, But I'm leaning more towards the new concepts and being a little bit of outside the box thinker when it comes to players like Kyle Pitts, Jamar Chase, you know, different linebackers, defenders that can run, tackle, blitz off the edge, be able to be very freaky type athletes. That's what I'm looking for with the Detroit Lions in this draft. So everybody, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. B-L-E-A-V and the Lions. And since Benny Blades isn't here, and he left us with such a good one pride last week. I guess I got to use the sound bit. So everybody, the Lions are selling season tickets Before you know, it, free agency is going to be here in a couple weeks. Hopefully they have that discipline like we talked about and they wait until the NFL draft to make their big splashes and, and start to formulate this team for the long haul. But with all that being said, I think it's only right to have Mr. Blade send us out with the one and only one pride is only he can do. One right One right One right Thank you, Mr. Blades. Benny, it's been fun. Everybody, have a great week. We'll catch you right here next Thursday on Believe. B-L-E-A-V and Lions right here on the Believe Podcasting Network. Take care, everybody. We're out.
0: I believe. I believe. I believe. If I can get respect from these guys, I'm going to darn well get respect, and I'm going to demand the respect from